Hello and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, June the 14th, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 15th day of Sivan. According to tradition, it was this day in history, uh, which was the day of the birth and the death of Judah, the patriarch. Genesis 29:36 and Exodus 1:6, and she conceived again and bore a son, and said, "This time I will praise the Lord." Therefore she named him Judah, or Yehuda. Then she stopped bearing. This week our parasha, our Torah portion, is called Beha'alotcha, which means when you set up. And today's reading will be Numbers 9, 1 through 14. Before we get into our readings, I just want to let you know that I have a special announcement at the end of the episode, so stick around for that. And also, as we do in every single episode, let's take a moment to uh, bless God first and thank Him for giving us His precious word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the Lord spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Let the sons of Israel observe Pesach at its appointed time. On the fourteenth day of this month, at twilight, you shall keep it at its appointed time. You shall keep it according to all its statutes and according to all its ordinances. Moshe told the sons of Israel that they should observe Pesach. They observed Pesach in the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at evening, in the wilderness of Sinai. According to all that the Lord commanded Moshe, so the sons of Israel did. There were certain men who were unclean because of the dead body of a man, so that they could not observe Pesach on that day. And they came before Moshe and Aaron on that day. Those men said to him, We are unclean because of the dead body of a man. Why are we kept back? that we may not offer the offering of the Lord at its appointed time among the sons of Israel. And Moshe answered them, Wait, that I may hear what the Lord will command concerning you. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Say to the sons of Israel, If any man of you or of your generations is unclean by reason of a dead body, or is on a journey far away, he shall still observe Pesach to the Lord. In the second month, on the fourteenth day, at evening he shall keep it. They shall eat it with matzah and maror. They shall leave none of it until the morning, nor break a bone of it. According to all the statute of Pesach, they shall observe it. 
But the man who is clean and is not on a journey and fails to observe Pesach, that soul shall be cut off from his people because he did not offer the offering of the Lord at its appointed time. That man shall bear his sin. If a foreigner lives among you and desires to observe Pesach to the Lord, then he shall do so, so according to the statute of Pesach and according to its ordinance. You shall have one statute, both for the foreigner and for him who is born in the land. That was Numbers 9, 1-14. through 14. Today's portion from the Prophets is Jeremiah 31. This is what the Lord says. The people who survived the sword found favor in the wilderness, Israel, when I went to cause him to rest. The Lord appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you with loving kindness. I will build you again, and you will be built, O Virgin of Israel. You will again be adorned with your tambourines, and will go out into the dances of those who make merry. Again, you will plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters will plant and will enjoy its fruit, for there will be a day that the watchmen on the hills of Ephraim cry, Arise, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. For this is what the Lord says, Sing with gladness for Yaakov, and shout for the chief of the nations. Publish, praise, and say, Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the uttermost parts of the earth. Along with the blind and the lame, the woman with child and her who travails with child together, a great company shall return there. They will come with weeping, and I will lead them with petitions. I will cause them to walk by rivers of waters, in a straight way in which they will not stumble. For I am a father to Israel, Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, you nations, and declare it in the distant islands, and say, He who scattered Israel will gather him and keep him, as a shepherd does his flock. For the Lord has redeemed Yaakov, and ransomed him from the hand of him who was stronger than he. They will come and sing in the height of Zion, and will flow to the goodness of the Lord, to the grain, to the new wine, to the oil, and to the young of the flock and of the herd. Their soul will be as a watered garden, and they will sorrow no more. Then the virgin will rejoice in the dance, both young men and old together. For I will turn their mourning into joy, and will comfort them and make them rejoice from their sorrow. I will satiate the soul of the Kohanim with fatness, and my people will be satisfied with my goodness, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. A voice is heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping, 
Rachel, weeping for her children. She refuses to be comforted for her children because they are no more. This is what the Lord says. Refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your works will be rewarded, says the Lord, and they will come again from the land of the enemy. There is hope for your latter end, says the Lord. Your children will come again to their own territory. I have surely heard Ephraim bemoaning himself thus, You have chastised me, and I was chastised, as an untrained calf. Turn me, and I will be turned, for you are the Lord my God. Surely after that I was turned, I repented. After that I was instructed, I struck my thigh. I was ashamed, yes, even confounded, because I bore the reproach of my youth. Is Ephraim my dear son? Is he a darling child? For as often as I speak against him, I still earnestly remember him. Therefore my heart yearns for him. I will surely have mercy on him, says the Lord. Set up road signs. Make guideposts. Set your heart toward the highway, even the way by which you went. Turn again, virgin of Israel. Turn again to these your cities. How long will you go here and there, you backsliding daughter? For the Lord has created a new thing in the earth. A woman will encompass a man. This is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says. Yet again, they will use this speech in the land of Yehudah and in its cities when I reverse their captivity. The Lord bless you, habitation of righteousness, mountain of holiness. And Yehudah and all its cities will dwell therein together, the farmers and those who go about with flocks. For I have satiated the weary soul, and I have replenished the sorrowful soul. On this I awakened and saw, and my sleep was sweet to me. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of man and with the seed of animal. It will happen that, like as I have watched over them to pluck up and to break down and to overthrow and to destroy and to afflict, so I will watch over them to build and to plant, says the Lord. In those days they will say no more, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. But everyone will die for his own iniquity. Every man who eats the sour grapes, his teeth will be set on edge. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which covenant of mine they broke, although I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my Torah in their inward parts, 
and I will write it in their heart. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. They will no longer each teach his neighbor, and every man teach his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me, from their least to their greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. This is what the Lord says, who gives the sun for a light by day, and the ordinances of the moon and of the stars for a light by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If these ordinances depart from before me, says the Lord, then the offspring of Israel will also cease from being a nation before me forever. This is what the Lord says, If heaven above can be measured, and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath, then I will also cast off all the offspring of Israel for all that they have done, says the Lord. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that the city will be built to the Lord from the tower of Hananel to the gate of the corner. The measuring line will go out farther straight onward to the hill Gariv and will turn toward Goa. The whole valley of the dead bodies and of the ashes and all the fields to the brook Kidron to the corner of the horse gate toward the east will be holy to the Lord. It will not be plucked up or thrown down any more forever. That was Jeremiah 31. Our portion today from the writings is Job 39. And in this chapter, we are continuing to read the account of the Lord's answer to Job when he answered him out of the storm wind. Do you know the time when the mountain goats give birth? Do you watch when the doe bears fawns? Can you count the months that they fulfill? Or do you know the time when they give birth? They bow themselves, they bear their young, they end their labor pains. Their young ones become strong. They grow up in the open field. They go out and do not return again. Who has set the wild donkey free? Or who has loosened the bonds of the swift donkey? Whose home I have made the wilderness, and the salt land his dwelling place? He scorns the tumult of the city, neither does he hear the shouting of the driver. The range of the mountains is his pasture, and he searches after every green thing. Will the wild ox be content to serve you? Or will he stay by your feeding trough? Can you hold the wild ox in the furrow with his harness? Or will he till the valleys after you? Will you trust him, though because his strength is great? Or will you leave to him your labor? Will you confide in him that he will bring home your seed and gather the grain of your threshing floor? The wings of the ostrich wave proudly, but are they the feathers and plumage of love? For she leaves her eggs on the earth and warms them in the dust and forgets that the foot may crush them 
or that the wild animal may trample them. She deals harshly with her young ones, as if they were not hers. Though her labor is in vain, she is without fear, because God has deprived her of wisdom, neither has he imparted to her understanding. When she lifts up herself on high, she scorns the horse and his rider. Have you given the horse might? Have you clothed his neck with a quivering mane? Have you made him to leap as a locust? The glory of his snorting is awesome. He paws in the valley and rejoices in his strength. He goes out to meet the armed men. He mocks at fear and is not dismayed. Neither does he turn back from the sword. The quiver rattles against him, the flashing spear and the javelin. He eats up the ground with fierceness and rage. Neither does he stand still at the sound of the shofar. As often as the shofar sounds, he says, Hurrah! He smells the battle afar off, the thunder of the captains and the shouting. Is it by your wisdom that the hawk soars and stretches her wings toward the south? Is it at your command that the eagle mounts up and makes his nest on high? Or the, on the cliff he dwells and makes his home? on the point of the cliff and the stronghold. From there he spies out the prey, his eyes see it afar off. Its young ones also suck up blood, and where the slain are, there he is. That was Job, or Eov, chapter 39. Today's portion from the Apostles is 1 Corinthians 16. Now, concerning the collection for the holy ones, as I commanded the assemblies of Galatia, you do likewise. On the first day of every week, let each one of you save, as he may prosper, that no collections are made when I come. And when I arrive, I will send whoever you approve with letters to carry your gracious gift to Jerusalem. But if it is appropriate for me to go also, they will go with me. Now I will come to you after I have passed through Macedonia, for I am passing through Macedonia. But with you it may be that I will stay, or even winter, that you may send me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not wish to see you now in passing, but I hope to stay a while with you, if the Lord permits. But I will stay at Ephesus until Shavuot, for a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. Now if Timothy comes, see that he is with you without fear, for he does the work of the Lord, as I also do. Therefore let no one despise him, but set him forward on his journey in Shalom, that he may come to me, for I expect him with the brothers. Now concerning Apollos, the brother, I strongly urged him to come to you with the brothers, and it was not at all his desire to come now, but he will come when he has an opportunity. Watch, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. 
Now I urge you, brothers, you know the house of Stephanas, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have set themselves to serve the holy ones, that you also be in subjection to such, and to everyone who helps in the work and labors. I rejoice in the coming of Stephanas, Fortunatus, and Achaicus, for that which was lacking on your part they supplied, for they refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore acknowledge those who are like that. The assemblies of Asia greet you. Aquila and Priscilla greet you much in the Lord, together with the assembly that is in their house. All the brothers greet you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. This greeting is by me, Paul, with my own hand. If any man does not love the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, let him be cursed. Our Lord, come. The grace of the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, be with you. My love to all of you in Messiah Yeshua. Amen. That was 1 Corinthians 16. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Mark 13 today also. Well, that is it for today, but now on to our special announcement. Um, We are so excited to be putting out some feelers concerning a very special trip to Israel. We're looking to see if we have interest some of you sweet Daily Bread Mom listeners would be interested in coming on a Daily Bread Mom's Israel trip. Um, And uh, you may have seen it if you are with us on Instagram. We just put this out yesterday, the question, and with some follow-up questions such as, um, well, this trip that we are considering would be in 2023, So there would be time to plan and save up. And um, we're just wondering things like, you know, would you want to make it a mama's only trip? Uh, Husbands and children invited? Um, You know, what kind of time of the year would you prefer? Summer when it's hot, but also no chance of rain. Uh, Or November when things have cooled down and the, you know, the fresh breezes are flowing again and the grass is starting to turn green and the flowers will bloom. Um, What else? Oh yeah, we were asking, what are some of the must-dos for you on an Israel trip? Like what would be on your Israel trip bucket list? You could not miss this place. And so um, if you're interested in coming to Israel to be with us and other sweet listeners of the podcast in 2023, please send us an email to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com and let us know of your interest. And then we'll send you some questions and just kind of see what, you know, your Uh, preferences would be so that we can plan out a trip that would be exciting and meaningful for everyone who came. I personally think it would be just amazing to finally meet so many of you and um, 
as many of as possible of you <laughs> would be amazing and for you all to meet each other because there are so many precious listeners and I think it would be so special for all of you to get to come to visit Israel and for us to meet and connect in this special, special place. So send us an email if you're interested, dailybreadmoms at gmail.com. We love you guys so much. And, uh, oh, you can also send any prayer requests to that same email if you want us to share any. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for following along with us throughout this year of scripture reading. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom. Until next time. Thank you.